Hello, this is Emmanuel Obonaya. We're still on our series on the fruit of the Spirit. We said at the start of this series, about 14 episodes ago, that seed is what precedes fruit. No farmer expects a harvest of fruit without putting seed in the ground. On the fruit of the Spirit, we pointed out that Luke 8 verse 11 states clearly that the seed is the Word of God. Scriptures also show us that our heart is the ground in which the Word of God is planted. From Matthew chapter 13 and verse 23, we established that our bearing the fruit of the Spirit in our lives depends on our hearing and understanding of the Word. So we started with faithfulness, one of the expressions of the fruit of the Spirit. Today we want to get into another expression of the fruit of the Spirit, meekness. Galatians chapter 5, 22-23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. The Greek word translated meekness here means gentleness, mildness, and by implication it means humility. This is what the translators meant when they chose the word meekness here. Friends, there is a gentleness, a mildness, a humility that we see in Jesus and that ought to be the brand of our lives. We cannot claim to know Jesus and be brash, harsh, commotional, and proud. Some things don't just belong to the life that we have in Christ Jesus. And you ought to know that God places premium value on meekness, which is humility. In Proverbs chapter 6, from verse 16 all the way to verse 19, God says that there are six things he hates and seven things that are an abomination to him. The first thing he mentions is a proud look. God says he hates pride. Take a look also at Proverbs 16 and verse 5. It says, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. Listen friends, if pride is what God hates the most, then it is safe to say that the opposite of pride must be what God loves the most. And the opposite of pride is humility. God cannot stand pride and he cannot ignore humility. God resists and punishes pride wherever he sees it. On the other hand, God exalts and rewards humility wherever he finds it. Friends, God cherishes meekness. Hear what Jesus said about himself in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 29. Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Now look at this. If our master is humble, who do we resemble when we do not cherish humility? God willing, in this series, we'll look into the details of this subject of meekness and take the revelation of meekness piece by piece so we can properly grasp what God is saying to us. As God's word confronts us in the areas where we need to make corrections, let's not struggle with the word of God. Let's receive God's word with humility. Just like James the Apostle says in James chapter 1 verse 21, the Amplified Classic Version puts it this way. It says, So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness, and in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word, which implanted and rooted in your hearts, contains the power to save your souls. Friends, let's not struggle with the word of God. Here's a story of what transpired between me and my son. One day I was guiding him in getting his homework done. This young man is not even five yet. He's almost five. So after answering some mathematics questions, this young genius didn't agree with the way I said the answers should be written down. He had his own idea of how to write it down, but I insisted he was doing it incorrectly and that he had to do it how I was guiding him to. 
After a while, he reluctantly complied but kept asking me several times why I said it should be done the way I directed and not the way he believes it should be. Long after we had finished with the homework, he kept asking me why I insisted it had to be done the way I directed him to do it. So I explained that he wasn't getting it correctly the way he wanted to do it and I told him that he had to trust that I knew better and that he was correct doing it the way I led him to do it. My son wouldn't let the matter go. Then he said to me, Daddy, doing it the way you say I should do it doesn't make sense to me. Immediately I heard myself reply him, My son, you need to upgrade your senses then and that's why I'm here helping you. Finally, we made peace over the matter and he trusted me. Friends, just like I said to my son, Let's be willing to upgrade our reasoning as the Word of God comes to us in this series.